an Ironic Media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, today on the podcast, I have Agnes Lukacs, and she is amazing. This conversation was so much fun and so cool. We talk about deep inner work and what we see as healers when we're working with our clients. So we really go in and talk about how we do what we do, but also like why we do what we do and why it's so transformational and why it can really up-level us so quickly. Agnes has done so much work on herself, and she has so many different tools that she integrates at one time that it was really fun to talk to her because she really has a good understanding of what it takes to transform your life and health. So if you want to know more about Agnes, you can go to her website, which is freeandjoyful.com, or you can check her out on Facebook. But for now, here is Agnes Lukacs. Let's get started. Welcome to the Stark Transformation Show. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this show, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll hear incredible stories of transformation and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for well over a decade. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. All right, today on the podcast, I have Agnes Lukacs, and I am so excited to share her with you because basically she's an energetic twin, which we've just met again, I guess, again. Back in 2006, she also had her awakening. It was brought on with the secret, just like it was for me, sort of like, just kind of like, wow, huh, this stuff exists. And so it's amazing. She's been on her journey and I've been on my journey. And now that we've spent just about 20 minutes talking, we realize we have a lot of similarities in the way that we approach things. I knew that already going into it, looking at your website and studying some of the things that you're doing and reading your Instagram and Facebook and all that. But to really hear it straight from her mouth, that she's doing the techniques and things that I do is like kind of mind blowing. So this is going to be a really interesting conversation because I feel like I'm kind of having a conversation with myself, but with a stranger who I have almost, I've never, I keep saying I almost have never met, but I, so this is weird. I'll have to look into this, but anyway, welcome to the show, Agnes. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm really excited to share and to talk to you because yeah, just after these 20 minutes, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many things we can talk about and share and inspire your audience. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. First of all, you started out in 2006 with The Secret, but like, what is your story? What is your journey? How did you get there? Why were you looking for answers? It started in 2006 with the book, The Secret, but actually I was suffering for three years of a chronic disease, which was inflammation in the, well, the the feminine part. And I've tried everything. I've seen so many doctors and so many professionals and and even went to looking for alternative answers. I've really tried everything and I didn't have any results. So the symptoms were very visible. So each time I was going back, they were saying, yeah, yeah, we can see, but there was nothing they could tell me more because everything we ever done, all the checks or the, the tests, all were negative. So they did not know what I have, but the symptoms were very visible because I was always in pain and always inflammated. So I was like kind of desperate for answers or for help. If somebody can tell me like, well, what can I do? 
to feel better. And obviously that completely took away the <laughs> love life. I was in a relationship with an amazing man, but we did not have any private life because that made it impossible for us to connect physically. So that the day when the book flooded the shops, right? And then I just felt attracted to the book. It's like, I want to know the secret. So I started reading and in two days, obviously, I finished the book. And while I was at the middle of the book, I started to, to feel this, to, to believe actually that everything which is said there, it's true. You know, that my thoughts are powerful, that I am a powerful creator who can change anything in her life, that I can change my health, I can improve everything in my life. And the more I was reading, the more excited I got and the more I started to say, yeah, I can do that. And there was like a, a part where say, you can heal yourself with your thoughts alone. And I was like, wow. I mean, <laughs> and, and I was, do you know what? I actually won that. And the more I was reading, the more excited I get. And eventually I got to the point where I said to myself, do you know what? I'm done. Like I am a new person. And obviously they say you have to believe it 100%. Mm -hmm. And I guess because I was so desperate and so tired of having this experience, I just said to myself, I'm done. There's a new me. I never, ever want this back again. And I want to start enjoying a good, healthy, passionate, sexual life. I want to be whole and complete and I'm done. So I went home. I took and like throw out everything which reminded me of my experience. Mm -hmm. And guess what? From that moment, everything gone. I mean, like my symptoms went away and never, ever got anything back ever. So I'm like healthy and have been for 16 years. That was for me, obviously the first few days I was keep checking because I, <laughs> I didn't believe, uh, but I felt differently. But, but still I was like, is it real? I mean, am I this powerful? And, and well, it turns out I am. So that started my whole journey and my whole quest because that completely, it was so different to what I've ever been taught or we were ever taught in schools or by our parents that we are so powerful and we have so much control over our bodies and health and well, everything else. So I said to myself, wow, I mean, if I was able to do this, what else is out there? Like, what else am I capable of doing? So, wow, this is how it started and has been going on since because I wanted to find out everything which was available out there. When you talk about the story, was this your dark night? No, it was not the dark night. Sounds <laughs> like a dark night. It could have been, but no, the dark night came after two years later when in two weeks, I lost everything, which at that time I felt gave me the safety and the security. So normally people, if, for example, they have a good relationship and maybe they lose their job, they can rely and have support from their partner. So they say, it's fine. I'm going to find another job. If you lose your boyfriend, you break up then normally you go into your job, right? And you dig yourself and, and uh, inside your, your work. And then you, this is how you cope and you start to get on or over whatever the pain. So in two weeks, I thought I have a good relationship and I was so secure. And then I felt in love and all this stuff. So we talked about me leaving my job, which was an amazing job, but I wanted to try myself in a different area. I wanted to be free. So he said, yeah, 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 don't worry, just do it. So I leave my job and two weeks later, he breaks up with me. And I was living in his place. So I had to move out. 
I lost my relationship, which I thought it's something for long term. I didn't have a job and I didn't really have that much savings to be able to go and find another place for myself and just live happily until I find something. That's where the whole dark night started because I realized that everything I used to use as a safety net, there was no safety net. It just completely in two weeks got everything I ever thought that it's stable in my life. So that is where the big work started. And I had to find who I am. If I cannot rely on things which I think they were safe for me and that I thought that's always out there for me to rely on, I had to find something else like I can rely on. And obviously most of us, we rely on things outside of us. We like on jobs, on relationships and, and maybe saved money or maybe a home we are paying for. But all these can, can be gone in a second. A job you think it's safe today might not be safe tomorrow. Just look at COVID, right? So it changes things so fast. Mm-hmm. So that made me start asking questions like, wow, okay, so if that is not out there, everything can change, then I must find something which is always the same, something which never changes and something which I can rely on. This is how this whole thing started. Obviously, I started going to therapists and work on my pain. And well, there's also a story that my whole life started quite how to say, from from negative, because my parents left me when I was three months old, because my mother had to choose between going back to work so we can survive or choosing to be a mother, be with me and then die of hunger. So because there was at the beginning of choice, either money or me, she obviously have chosen money. So not to die of hunger because Mm -hmm. my father was really unreliable. And so because of that, she gave me to my grandparents. But then originally they thought that it's just a very short time thing. It turned out that it was a 10 years thing. So obviously that broke in me the the, the safety, the connection to my parents. and, Mm -hmm. And I concluded as a child that I must have not been good enough. So that's why they have chosen what they have chosen, that I am not worthy or not, you know, like not enough, not lovable. So that completely marked everything in my life from that moment. When I got to the dark night of the soul, that's when I started to work on these heavy things, realizing how locked down I was emotionally, how afraid I was of being abandoned, how incapable I was to showing my emotions, how angry I was at money because all these were subconscious. I did not know until I started working on myself. Mm -hmm. But I realized that I wanted true love and abundance because those were my two problems when I was Mm -hmm. a child. I was all my life uh, wanting to to get to financial freedom and find a soulmate (laughs) who I can connect on all levels. So those were my two goals. And well, it took me, well, almost 40 years to get there, you know, but I got there. So that was what a hell of a drive (laughs) and a ride, (laughs) but it's so worth it. Oh my God. It's just so worth it because once you, you, you put that down and you know that it doesn't have to be painful anymore. There's so many amazing techniques that you don't have to go down and re-traumatize yourself anymore. Mm. 
that you don't have to over and over talk about your shitty life and your <laughs> shitty childhood <laughs> and your pain and your abuse. And, and no, it doesn't matter anymore because they're, everything now is so fast and beautiful and fun and light and such a nicer ride nowadays than it used to be 20 years ago mm-hmm. when the techniques were limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think really helped you to transform? Was it by going off of the energy of it? Because you're suggesting that rather than talking about it, there must be some other technique that you're using to move the trauma. So what what do you think worked for you? I would say I was Instead of saying obsessed, I would say passionate. So I was really passionate. <laughs> it's a fine line. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was really passionate about, obviously, law of attraction and manifestation and how can I become that powerful creator? So how can I create that amazing abundance in my life? How can I create, manifest, attract that true relationship I'm longing for and all these things like how, but how, but how. So everything I've ever looked and I was interested about in techniques and and therapies and and coaching and and retreats and workshops, (laughs) all these kind of things were related to this. Like how can I release everything which is holding me back to be able to create that extraordinary life I so much desire? So yes, Talking about it, it's nice, but the problems are in our subconscious mind. So consciously, and that's why so many of my clients end up in my practice after 10 or 15 years of going to psychologists and going to psychotherapists and all these psycho things because they are outdated. And and we know this because the, Mm -hmm. the new techniques are so much more amazing and more powerful and faster than the old techniques. Right. They're multidimensional. Uh, and and yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they are multidimensional and the traditional techniques are very mental. So you just talk about that consciously and it's only mental, but nobody actually looks for, okay, so this is the problem. I'm aware of it. This is why I feel this. This is why I create this. This is why I choose this like relationships. This is why I keep myself small, but then what can I do with that? Many techniques actually stop there. Like, so now I'm conscious and what? <laughs> and what, right? <laughs> so, so what we do, like I and you do, it all started with like, okay, so let's release emotions, which is amazing. So mm-hmm. there's like quite many techniques and EFT, TFT is one of my favorites or used to be one of my favorites because it's just so mental, body, emotional. So it's all in one. So I loved that. So that was amazing for releasing these trapped energies and trapped emotions from our negative, past negative experience, like maybe traumatic childhood and stuff. And that that helped me a lot along my journey, but I still don't feel like 100% myself. Like I still don't feel 100% confident and, and trusting and believing. And, you know, I always wanted to feel my real worth and value and be able to express that in the world. So everything I did, I, it went to, well, yeah, yeah, but, but, but I still feel like I'm worthy. I still feel like, and it always showed up in everything I've ever done. I wasn't able to ask the prices I really wanted or for anything I've ever done. So being an English teacher or doing art and and having exhibitions around the world or being a therapist, it always was so difficult for me because the problem was with my worth because I 
believed as a child that I am not worthy. So that was the biggest challenge for me. And I said to myself, if I actually can get where I feel 100% worthy and confident and trusting yourself, and I believe in myself like nobody ever believed, then I will be able to first create my extraordinary life and then help others also create that. So that was a long journey. It started with EFT and like tapping and and then it went to reprogramming subconscious mind because we know that limiting beliefs are very powerful and you can do mantras all day and affirmations and all that. But but subconscious mind is 90% of who you are. So Mm -hmm. if there is and are limiting beliefs, it's impossible to create something different in your life because you cannot access those. So you have to find a technique where you can reprogram that and insert instead of disempowering beliefs we might have believed or might have observed in our childhood, because everything comes from there, insert some empowering beliefs, which can help us. When I say empowering beliefs, I completely reprogram my clients to to these empowering beliefs of I am enough. I am lovable. I am important. I'm deserving. I'm worthy. Because when these are the programs you every day are ruled by, then there's nothing impossible. You you are unlimited after that. So that was the, the second thing I did after emotions, we go with the beliefs. But then again, after that, I found like, yes, but there's still some things to do. It helped a lot but I still felt like I'm still sabotaging myself on a level, a different level, but the still, I still felt it and still holding myself, myself back. And then I've got to the holistic level where we were just talking before, where all these other dimension came into the picture of working with higher self, channeling from the Kashyyyk records, channeling from other light channels. So I have now a lot of help around me which gives me a completely different view and and my whole work completely changed. Because now, instead of just being a therapist with a lot of knowledge and experience, I'm a channel in between the client and the higher self. Or the higher self can tell me exactly what's going on and how the person is not on her or, well, in this case, just her, but I, I also work with men, but mostly women, So on her or his path and where is the problem? What is holding this person down? Where are the traumas, the different experiences which are still holding back or sabotaging the person? So instead of just me using my techniques, I use my techniques with the guidance of the higher self of the person. And I'm I'm told, I'm I'm just told what I have to do Mm -hmm. and what where we go, what we release in order for this person to experience fastest results and lasting results and to start seeing difference after first session. (laughs) It's just so amazing listening to you talk because it's basically everything that I believe in as well. When I work with people, I work with the higher self. And I, I do think that a lot of times 
Because the subconscious can take over and really drive our lives if we're not careful, it's really helpful to work with a higher self because the higher self will say, here's what that cute little human down there is doing, basically, like, (laughs) without realizing, like, and then you can start to see the broader picture and see how one program can really infiltrate so many different aspects of their life. Even as like a human, when I listen to the higher self, I'm even a little bit in awe of pointing out how this one program could be infiltrating their lives and how they're amazingly revealing to me that they are ready to address that level, which is infiltrating all those, you know, like everything comes to the surface at the right time. And and that's why when you go off of the higher self, you're not going to go too fast because the higher self is guiding. The higher self is saying, these are the levels in which we are working on and we will stop when we've released this time, this trauma, this programming, these limiting beliefs, these areas of frustration, blah, blah, blah. So it's really beautiful that you also do that because I know how powerful it can be. It's cool that you came to that understanding as well. And so you talked about the Akashic Records. And for those that are listening, we haven't really talked too much about that on the podcast. So both of us can talk about it, actually. The Akashic Records are basically sort of like a library that keeps all the information about your soul and your journey. And sometimes when you heal something about yourself, which we were also talking about before the podcast, which is some of that information is stored in our DNA. When we heal ourselves, we can update our Akashic record, which is sort of like, hey, this is our story, right? Like, just like you would rewrite a story, you're going to go up there and you're going to rewrite all these books or whatever. You're going to take out books and update them and things like that, that, hey, check, we've done that. (laughs) We healed that. So, you know, especially as a healer myself, and probably Agnes, you've gone through this as well. In order to step fully into our power and our passion, you know, to help people, there are some lifetimes and information that we had to update so that we wouldn't be like too afraid to go forward because in those past lifetimes, we might have died alone because we were a healer and everybody thought we were weird or we might have been labeled an outcast or pushed from the tribe or whatever, or made a wrong decision. I, that was one of the things I had to heal was I made a wrong decision based on intuition and the tribe died. And that was back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, and sometimes, but, you know, yeah, yeah. Sometimes we see this. Well, I also meet clients that sometimes we still carry those kind of energies from a past life and they can influence the actual life. And that's why just work with someone two days ago and she had self-doubt, but like huge self-doubt. And there was like six things holding up the self-doubt. And one of them was a past life. And obviously there were some from her actual life and from childhood, but also there was one past life thing. And the one, it was an inherited pattern, which was inherited from like, I remember four ancestors, like four levels or four. Yeah. I, uh, right. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> right. So I like know what you're talking about. Grandparents. Yeah. yeah. So you look back and you see, oh my God, I mean, this, this kind of information was not available for example, when I was doing my own journey 10 years ago. Right. Nobody uh, would definitely or, talk about how a past life would influence this lifetime, you know? It would, <laughs> but you had to go to different therapies for each thing. Right. So you went to an EFT and then you did some emotional release, right? And then you went to maybe in a, an Akashic record or you went to a quantum healing hypnotherapist to do, I don't know, a healing from a past life. 
or then you went to a psyche practitioner and then reprogram your subconscious mind and limiting beliefs. So you had to go to different therapies. So that's why it took me 15 years and I, <laughs> you 15 years basically. to basically get to where you are, to your true potential, to get back to the powerful you who are, the powerful creator. So now you can create without limitations. My clients have this experience and you and me, I'm definitely sure that you, you start thinking about something and it becomes material, real in sometimes questions of minutes, sometimes hours and sometimes, well, days. And my clients say, oh my God, this is just so crazy. I've just thought about something and the day after it just became reality and this is so scary. And I'm like, yeah, because this is who you are and who you always been, but you had stuff on top. Right. And this is what you're talking about, right? So, right. Yeah. So we're, we're peeling those layers. We're getting yeah. out everything that is not you so that you can become this powerful attractor of things that you want in your life. It's beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And it's and, awesome uh, to watch when, you know, not only with ourselves, but to watch our clients transform their lives very quickly. But that the very quickly comes because of this type of, of work that you work with higher selves and you work, you can see past life problems or like issues carried over like karma stuff because you still like didn't pay off everything. And then you don't have to go to a different therapies. Then you can also see if there might be traumas, right? So you release trauma, you release maybe some beliefs. That's why in my case, I use the word fast. I'm not, not even me, my clients say it's fun, it's fast and it's effective. But it only can be because we work holistically, because we work with the higher self. So we can see everything because of the higher self. You can see the past lives. You can see if it comes from the father of the father of the father, and then Mm -hmm. that person has it and it's blocking it. So it's just not one thing. We are so complex. Our life is so complex. The existence is so complex. That's why it takes so much time to get over some stuff because we only, most of the times, only see just one aspect or one level, one right. layer of the problem. Yeah. We uh, need but to it be... doesn't have to be 15 years, right? So that's what I right. want to say. That's why we, I have the have podcast. <laughs> I don't want people <laughs> taking 15 years. Though it was a wonderful journey and I don't regret it. I wanted to just clearly like illustrate how you were mentioning ancestors can influence our decisions today. So I was working with a client one time and she wanted to go after her dream and be creative and start something new. And in the back of her mind, which she didn't realize was if I do that, I'm going to get sick again because she had already been sick. So we took a closer look and her ancestor came forward, who was her father's father, I believe. And he had started a textile business and the textile business failed and he lost everything and then his health declined and he died. So he came forward to say, this is what's the programming that's there. This is why she's afraid Yeah. Yeah, to step into her power. This That was a different time. That was because I think it was like the Great Depression or something like that. 
she doesn't need to have that programming because ultimately why we have that program is to keep us alive, right? Is to keep us from leaving the tribe or losing everything or dying, or which would be losing everything. That kind of information is passed on and, and it's in there and it's in the DNA, which is made of light and does emit light and information. So updating that is very simple. I mean, in the right environment, it can be altered and changed and updated. So she can then pursue her passion without the fear of it destroying her health. Right. And, and the results come right away. Right. So right. this is what I find in this type of work we do that it just almost instant. So we do the change. It's easy. It's a question of seconds. And then the person many, many times has already had feels or feels instantly the relief feels instantly that, oh my God, you know, like that the flow starts, you know, physically the body, like the, the shivering on the spine, the, the hot, the hotness comes back to the mind and the feet. So energy starts moving. And then usually two days later, one day later, two, three days later, people start flooding with like, oh my God, <laughs> this and this and this and that and that and that happened. And I've got this and I've got this opportunity. That person called me and, and I feel this and I started giving advice and people trust me and call me and want to work with me. So like in a question of even sometimes hours, it happened that I work with someone in the morning and in the afternoon, she got five new clients, like out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because abundance opened up. Right, so right, that's, right. that's crazy. And Yeah, and I've I've seen how you know, we could talk about the woo-woo of it. Yes, energetically it appears, you know, and we see it and we're like, wow, this is really amazing. But ultimately what is happening on a body level, I believe is once we turn off that fight or flight, that fear of stepping into our power, then the energy can flow without restriction. And then we're able to pull in these experiences, but also our reticular activating system will find the things that line up with that. So the reticular activating system is a system in our brain that is built to find the things that are alike. So you say, I want that business. I want that to succeed. And then your brain starts going, oh, well, then we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. We can do that. Once you could become that ultimate creator, that limitless creator, then you can start to see all the things that line up and then go from there. So this is why we do the work we do and why we're so passionate because it really is as simple as like computer programming. Like you wouldn't get angry at a computer for doing something wrong if you just needed to change the code. Like if the code was wrong and you fixed it and it started working, you'd be like, great. That's the way I look at it. It's like, oh my gosh, there's the wrong code in there. You know, I let's let's fix that. And then all of a sudden the computer is amazing and it's limitless and it's taking you all over the, you know, the planet and finding information and doing this, that, and the other thing. So it's really cool and how we can now shift so drastically, like you were saying, there's so much more available to us. And really just the awareness that it is multidimensional. I feel like a lot of times we meet people and they're like, oh, I have a psychic, I see. I have a healer, I see. I have a therapist, I see. I have this, a massage therapist, you know? And then if you bring it all together, all that energy and information is stored in one unit, which is you. Can you imagine if you had to take your computer to all these different places to get fixed and they were like, oh, we'll work on this code and that code. And that, you'd be like, fuck this. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, seems silly and crazy and, and takes so much time. And you're like, but I have a research paper I have to do, or I have to connect on the internet. Now we help people to connect with their higher self, their best self. So it has their been a pleasure self, yeah. talking <laughs> to you. Please tell everybody how they can find more about you. Yes. 
Well, I have a webpage. It's called freeandjoyful.com. Freeandjoyful.com. Just because you had the accent, I was going to help you out there. (laughs) Freeandjoyful.com. That's it. And then if you go on that page, you can see some freebies just on top. So you can access and download actually a guidebook, which uh, it's called Attract Unlimited Abundance. That it's a guidebook to help you start attracting a limited abundance. Those are the exact steps I have used to attract my beautiful soulmate, to go to live on this beautiful Mediterranean island, to create my business, attract customers, free traveling, but basically everything like my life. I created a, a powerful visualization meditation, which comes with that, which is also free. And you can access a Facebook, private Facebook group where I do weekly lives. I teach people, support, motivate, and inspire them how to create, well, basically freedom, joy, abundance, and an extraordinary life. And I do channelings there. So I really like put a lot of value out there for people. You can come and join the group. It's a really cool group. Well, I will definitely join that and I will see everyone there because I want to see what you've got. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. Welcome. Yeah. I'm already friends with you on Facebook. They can find you on Facebook as well, right? Just uh, as your personal profile. I see S at the end. I'm just there with my name, but I also have my page. My Facebook page is Agnes Lukacs, freeandjoyful.com. So all of that will be in the show notes. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. They can find me. If somebody wants to find me, they will. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing everything that you shared, specifically your intimate pain that you were going through in your early 20s and your story of being abandoned. That was really, really touching. It's awful that that kind of thing happens, but we learn from it and we move on and we get the lessons, right? And that's what we were talking about before we started podcasting. How, you know, those stories are our story, but they don't have to write the story of our life, you know, forever. Exactly. We don't have to affect our future. It's the past and we can just integrate the experience and release the pain and just Mm. create a completely different story. Yes. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're awesome. Thank you very much for inviting me. And I hope to know you, all of you soon. Awesome. All content provided by Amy Stark and or her guests on the Stark Transformation Show website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, are created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist.